0: we're going to get into the fun of this uh, podcast. I mean, not everything else was fun as well, uh, <laughs> but we're the one that we are definitely looking forward to, to talk about, our little draft of the best players of the um, first half of Ligue 1. Um, and so, uh, you know, because I'm the host, I'm definitely going to let the guest start first. Wow. Uh, yeah. But basically yeah. what we are going to do is is pick who we think um we are the best players in in Liga. just before we jump in uh just tell me a little bit about how you uh how you approach this how do you how did you think uh about which players were going to uh make your team uh and yeah what was your your reasoning behind the the players that you've picked and that we're going to discuss soon
1: yeah so i i settled quite quickly on a formation that i would want to use i'm a i'm a four two three one sort of guy i think it just brings a lot of balance uh, <laughs> to a team and then I, I i looked at who performed best uh over the first half of the season in each position trying to fit them uh as best as i could and try not to play people out of position so uh you know there are some positions where some na- names might be slightly surprising because um that means other very good players you know um might be left out of my team but I tried i tried to that's the sort of approach i took i had my i had my formation and i tried to fit everyone and to try and make it especially in midfield i think i was trying to make it make it fit you know i i had one defensive midfielder one number eight and a and a ten basically that's the way i looked at it
0: so hold on. Uh, let me just uh, let me just uh, um, call you out on that one. We've just spent the first half an hour of the podcast criticizing coach who play player out of position. and You're telling me that you're going to play players out of position in your draft?
1: I don't know. They're all, they're all in their positions. <laughs> I didn't do that. They're all in their positions. They're all in their ah, They're all playing
0: in their positions. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That means, um, leaving, that means I'm leaving out some people who are very good and who probably. Starred in the first half of the season but just because there's you know those three central midfield positions there's a lot of quality there and i'm not going to play you know uh an attacking uh, a at number 10 i'm not gonna i could play them on the wings but i'm not i'm not going to that was the sort of decision i took <laughs>
0: uh, okay yeah oh, so you, you did you did the right thing you build a uh you build a team rather than an addition of names yeah
1: yeah I tried right. to
0: so I did so I did the wrong thing then i'll uh, <laughs> what what i <laughs> what I did was looking at all the best players that I could find in liga and then try and find the formation that can um suit them most It's going to be interesting though because since we're taking turns into mm. uh, picking our best players going down it's going to be fun to see um i mean I feel like you're going to be better prepared than me as far as formation, so you're gonna still be able to fit in your formation. I hope that my players mm-hmm. um will still make sense in uh in my what I think will be a uh, a three four3 or to take what Marseille has been doing sometimes since the beginning of the season a a three one three three seeing how that how that fits in uh, in what I do yes yeah see, I think that I'm a very good coach so I'll be able yeah. to uh, make these players play in my in my team and I'll uh, I'll explain to them that it's important to, uh, to do a bit more than what you ask for during uh, 90 minutes yeah. of a game. Uh, all right, let's, yeah. let, let's start. So you're going to go first, Baptiste. Uh, what was, I guess, for you the, the best player, or at least which player would you start building your team with uh, based on the, the first six months in the
1: year? Yeah, that, I mean, that's a, that, it's a gift to go first, but it's also, it's quite a tough one, frankly. Um, but predictably, I've gone for Kylian Mbappe. I think he's just, you know, I I think I, it, it, your your choice might be the one I hesitated with. I mean, <laughs> you know, there are two other players that I thought effectively as my first choice. Which i not, I don't want to preempt your choice, but were Seco Fofana and Lucas Paqueta effectively? They're the two guys I had in mind. Um, and actually, you could argue that Fofana, you know, is maybe having the better season, but he's had Mbappé's had a very good season that slightly goes under the radar and just his inherent quality is just so high. I mean, his floor is so high. His ceiling is multiple Ballon d'Or winner, winner mm-hmm. high. Um, and I, I just thought he's the player I would build my team around if I had the, if I had the choice. So, you know, he's, we saw it tonight again, takes his responsibilities has to be selfish because no one else turns up but full of running you know just plays one step ahead of even his teammates scores the goals is clinical different types of goals he's uh, he's just he's already the complete package and his you know that he he was going to be my first choice he is my first choice yeah
0: when uh, when messi signed with with paris i said on this pod um that you know mbappe clearly wasn't happy because he had asked in the in the off season to be the number 1 in the in the future of paris saint-germain and to be the player that paris was going to um build the team around and the project mm. around uh and then they got messi and clearly wasn't happy and i said on the pod uh you know the best way for a player like mbappe to show that he is the player that he wants to be is that regardless of him being happy or unhappy, or or that botched mm. fake transfer at the at the last minute to Real Madrid, is to is to perform. And I mean, you know, nine goals, nine assists in in 17 games. Clearly, the X factor uh, for Paris Saint-Germain. Clearly, the player that can always make the difference uh, in Champions League. It's it's four goals and four assists in six games. Um, the the player that you think if he's not playing for PSG then there's a chance PSG is going yeah. to lose this game. Uh, yeah. He's Mbappe, and he's he's 23. He's, you know we, We're used to him because he's been at this level for six years, five years, um, but he's only 23. Uh, and you're right, he's just... Um, you're wondering what the ceiling is. I mean, clearly... The ceiling will be a bit more defined when mm. um, he plays for. I'm not going to say a bigger team, but I'm going to say a bigger institution, um, yeah. where 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 the player is not as important as the club. Because uh, mm. clearly, I mean, bar a uh, you know, bar, bar an earthquake, out um, of Paris, you know, uh, in in summer yeah. is going to be going to most likely Real Madrid because it's the club of his dreams but uh the, the only the only way i'm I'm seeing him staying in Paris Saint-Germain is if is ga- guarantees that you know Messi's gone Neymar's gone uh a coach is coming with real idea and with a five-year project mm. and Kieran Mbappé is now becoming i don't know Francesco Totti or or Raul or, or something like that yeah. for Paris Saint-Germain and they win the Champions League um by playing amazingly well of the season bar all those things which is an earthquake or a christmas miracle uh he's out uh, he's going yeah. to go to a to a bigger club um, yeah. and, and i don't see him not performing wherever he goes uh,
1: i have never i've never really said that for for players but bar, barring any injury which obviously i never yeah. wish on anyone i have zero doubt that wherever he goes he will be great he he's like you said he's 23 he hasn't even hit his peak. I don't think people quite realize that, but you know, and, and, you know, people rightly say, well, rightly, I don't know, but say, you know, he plays in Ligue 1, it's easier, whatever. He's done it at the World Cup. He's done it at the Euro. He's done it at, in the Champions League. Yeah. And people will say in the Champions League final, he missed a golden chance, etc. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, fine. But he'll be there. He'll be back. And, um, like you said, he's re- I think he's reacted very well. I think he's a really smart guy as well. Um he's just he's he's just so talented. I mean, the guys like double and triple teamed every game. I mean, even tonight, every time he picked the ball, there were two or three guys swarming around him, ready to, you know, go at his ankles, basically, and hit the post twice. Both as soon as he picked up the ball, you knew what he was gonna try and do, and he was so close to delivering. He's just He's, he's one of the best players in the world already mm-hmm. and it's only gonna go it's only gonna go up I think
0: if he has if he has a good World Cup um, he the, the greatness is just never going never going to end and like you say he hasn't reached his peak and I think his peak will come when. Um, you know, like players like maybe Thierry Henry or, or Ronaldo to a point, even though mm-hmm. he was after the injury and he was not as fast. Um, to the point where I'm talking about Ronaldo R9, yeah. um, to the point where his speed is not as, as important as it is right now mm-hmm. and his technique becomes a bit better. When he reaches that sweet spot where he's still pretty fast, uh, but has focused a bit more on his uh, his control, which is already like ninety percent there. But if he gets hundred yeah. percent there, uh, he, he and he finds these new ways of of uh, of scoring, of putting himself in dangerous position. He's going to be unstoppable. The mentality already, which is he yeah. knows that he wants to break records and he knows that he wants to become the best in the world or in history. And he's, he's not just saying it. He's actually doing the work to be able to get there on all fronts on the pitch, on his PR, uh, on, you know, the people that he talks to, et cetera. He, he, he wants to get there. And, um, you know, I, I think even, even an injury would just push him to redefine the way all he right. plays. But I feel like he's so. Determined to be the guy that that he he will be the guy. He's got the talent. Uh, he would have to be. I feel like more than an injury for him not to to succeed. It'll have to be like two consecutive injuries. His body definitely yeah. like completely shutting down um, yeah. for for him to stop. But again, he's he's doing the right thing to prevent that from happening. Like he's he's looking yeah. at himself the
1: right way. He's um, he's re- he's really professional. He's he's been PSG's best player since he's joined the club. Screw Neymar. Yeah. Ne- 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 Neymar has runs of three, three, four, five games where when he's on top... I don't, I'm not a fan of Neymar, but I'll admit that when he's on top form, he's a glorious player to watch. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic. But when is he ever playing? And he doesn't always play the right way, which is an accusation you can make at Mbappe as well. That's, that's a fair accusation. But Mbappe has been carrying this team for the last three years with Marquinhos. So... B- yeah. A
0: bit like Benzema Real Madrid, they keep trying yeah. to recruit somebody who's going to be the star of the club in front of him. And yet... Yeah he's the one that is carrying the team eventually. Yeah. Good first choice. Good, uh, good way to start. Easy, this. Easy, uh, one,
1: easy one. Easy this one. This league
0: head draft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you said, you know, e- easy but not easy because uh, because my first choice was was also probably your your first choice, Biss um, Seko Fofana, of mm-hmm. course, the uh, the Ivory Coast midfielder uh, who plays for Lens and who um, who over the last um, eighteen months really help lance, um, reaching levels that probably they weren't expecting. I mean, we're talking about a team that were, um, they were just promoted last year. Um, Seko was a surprise recruit at first, you know, coming from, uh, coming from Udinese and, and being, yeah. um, you know, being basically wanted by clubs like Milan uh, and and Napoli at the time, and he decided to go for Lens which was a bit of a surprise. Um and then, you know, fast forward a year later, uh, he's really established himself as probably the best midfielder in Liga um, and and in a um in a brand of midfielders that I think we haven't seen in a long time. Um in Ligue 1 from, I guess, from one of our own, um, you know, because he's been, even if he's wearing the the Ivory Coast um, shirt when he plays for a national team, uh, he's, he's born and raised in Paris. Uh, yeah. it, it's that box-to-box, that <laughs> box, I don't love that term, uh, but that midfielder that can do it all, that is at first a very strong and physical and smart enough to be here on the interception defensive midfielders turned maestro, you know, deep playing playmaker, offensive playmaker, striker. He can, he scored five goals, uh, and he's more often than not very close to, um, the opponent's box and, and able to make a difference, uh, from both feet with his head. Um, he's capable of doing the last pass, the one before the last pass. He's at the service of his, of his collective completely. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know a lot of players in France who are as crucial as he is to To the ten players around him, Uh, he's just been phenomenal, and and I think yeah, more than I feel like even more than the football, what he what he is, what he represents for the club, and now for for the city, uh, and the way he talks about it. You know, people are trying to tell him he should go to Barcelona or to or to Manchester City or to Paris Saint Germain, even uh, in January, and his answer is, you know, I. I am my own man, and I'm making my own decisions. And if I'm lost, it's for a reason. And I want to be where I am, and and I'm going to keep playing for my team. Um, I, I think it's amazing. I think you know we don't oh. talk about Frank Hayes being such an amazing wow. manager if he doesn't have a Seco for Fana um, yeah. in the middle of his uh, in the middle of his pitch. Uh, what do you think of uh, His Majesty Seco in-
1: <laughs> so far? Vieira like, yeah. That's that's it. People sometimes remember Vieira as primarily a defensive midfielder, but guy could do it all. And you know he'd pop in with a few goals. He'd dink over key, but, You know, technically, technically brilliant, intimidating, physically at the service of the collective. Like you said, I think Fofana's been that and more for Lance. Um, and and I you know I I, I saw Fofana when he was on loan at Fulham when he was nineteen from Man City. <laughs> and um he he was uh, he was good considering the championship is a is an incredibly difficult league to start when you're a youngster but it when i saw him back at Lens, he's just he's filled out so much he's just a big strong guy full of running um i think i think he's been a breath of fresh air i think he's um like you said he's he's adapted to, he's adapted to loss loss is a great club um they played the a right. They played the right way, but he's just su- he's the engine in their in their sides, and um, and he's just been a player to watch. And I I like players who I, I like seeing when there's a little click in a player's career. Like and we saw that very recently with him in the in the cup against Lille. Right, there comes a point where really really good players start taking hold of a game, and you know they were two 0 down, and he just basically was like. F this. Uh, this is not. We're not losing this game. And took it by the scruff of the neck and just decided that's it. From now on, we've been dominated, but I'm not accepting that. And and that's considering where he plays. That's he's been f- phenomenal.
0: That, I mean that moment that you that you talk about that happened uh, in that French Cup game. Um, the moment that I had for, for final this season was when he played in Mar- at Marseille at the Velodrome yeah. and where after 15 minutes of Marseille being Marseille and playing their football and, and holding the ball, uh, it, if I feel like the exact same thing happened, he went in mm-hmm. there and he was like, "Okay, Genduzi and and kamara you guys want to play football? You're gonna to have to play football with me on your back," and just yeah. bullied them out of possession for the rest of the 17 minutes and for the last 90 minutes. Sorry, uh, and and you know, although he didn't win the game by himself, uh, I think turned everything around by himself by just being just a force in the midfield uh, and and just preventing. Marseille from developing their game and when he had the ball to fit, making sure that Marseille didn't have time to come back into position, really put them off balance almost by, uh, by his willpower because he's, Mm. you know, showing, leading by example and, and showing how to, how to disrupt. The Marseille play really inspired the rest of the team around him to to do the same thing, and and you know clearly the three five two that last plays works really well with the type of player that Fofana is. Uh, so yeah. coming back to the two point where if you play in position and in the right um, in in the right institution, I guess um, things are going to work better. But. I feel like it's it's the club that works for him at the right time, but I also feel like he had reached a moment in his career and clearly eventually he gives us an interview. We'll never know if it's because <laughs> if he's at Lance or because of what happened in his life. Um, but where, where wherever he would have gone, he would have reached that that new um step where he could be a team leader. Maybe he's that smart that he knew that to become the leader he wanted to become, he had to go to a team that needed a leader uh hmm. and he picked the right one um but yeah he, he definitely is becoming um you know you you're, you're saying viera in my mind i had uh toure uh which yeah, you, you know yeah. the, the same the same style of of players midfielders strong that you underestimate because you think that you can box them into only one category when they actually can do it all yeah. um so so it, you know do do you think i mean he's saying that he's staying in loss right. um but do you think that we have another year of him after 2022 or do you think he goes to to a bigger team do you think he's that kind of player i'm, I'm like i'm that's how much of a breath of fresh air i think he is yeah. i think he might be a player who doesn't want the success
1: it's a difficult one i mean there's all there's a lot of parameters that need to be taken into account right i mean if you're lost you're going to get inundated by pretty good offers that are going to be hard to turn down right i think that's the reality um i mean at the moment his value is probably over 30 million easily and um so that would be difficult for the club first and then for him i mean it depends on what his career plan is but he'll be 27 he'll have given two really great seasons to the club always better to leave in the summer so you've got the whole pre-season etc feels like the right amount of time he'll he will also build up his pedigree to a point where he can go to a club and say i'm i'm the undisputed starter in your midfield right He's not. He he will have the clout normally to go to whoever wants to sign him to say, "You're not signing me to be in competition with someone else. You're signing me to be your number one guy in in the middle of the park." And I think I wouldn't be surprised if if he doesn't get that assurance, he he doesn't necessarily decide to go. That that doesn't. I don't mean that as in he's scared of competition because I don't think that's the case. But you know, you you want to make the right move. And that means joining the right team with the right environment. So, um, yeah, I think he'll have offers. It, the good thing, the, like you said, the refreshing thing about him is we don't know. He doesn't look like he's made his mind up, or that he's, you know, he's expressed a wish to leave because the club is too small for him. So that's quite, that's quite nice. Yeah, but he'll he will have offers. I mean, why wouldn't you want it?
0: well supposedly marseille was on him now paris Saint-Germain on him uh, clearly any any team in europe who wants a midfielder will will be on him there's no there's no doubt mm. all right you have
1: a striker i have a midfielder what's
0: your uh, what's your next pick baptist
1: so i'm hesitating because normally i like to look at the spine of my team and a center back is quite important to that but it's too difficult not to pick him so i've gone for lucas paqueta Mm -hmm. and maybe there's massive recency bias because of the game he's just played (laughs) Mm -hmm. Considering the last sort of month and a half haven't been brilliant but he will not stay at Lyon for too much longer I think he's he's been and we've seen him even with Brazil the way he plays he's been he's been superb but you know I think his dip in form happened when he was being played in different positions you know he was being played as a false nine he was being played a little bit on the wing you know his role is as a 10 he's he should be as a 10 or as an eight but quite an advanced one but he i think he's just and you you see it from the way he took his goal tonight i mean chest on his wrong foot on the run bam low <laughs> past Kalor navas i mean that's not an easy thing to do from outside the box he's he's creative he works bloody hard for for a number 10 um he's unselfish uh he's you know he's got so many and I can't remember his stats but he's he's carried he's carried Lyon offensively for for the first half of the season with maybe Carl who was pretty good at the start but you know he's yeah I think I think he's been great he's also um liked the club I think he's the way he's expressed the fact that he wants to stay, he wants to build something. I mean, how much of that is player agent PR to make you look good? I don't know. You know, never trust anything a, a, a player puts on Twitter or on social media. Because it's, it's BS, but you know, there's a history of Brazilian players liking it at Lyon, And he's certainly shown in his attitude and his skill that he enjoys it there. And he wants to, be the main man and he is the main man at Lyon, so he's he's in a good spot and i think he's been yeah i think he's been great
0: if if it's pr he pushed the pr to the point where he only had what, what was it like a 40 hour not even a 37 100. hour rest between a brazil game and a Lyon game so he's yeah. he's dedicated to his uh he's yeah, exactly. no, yeah. uh, yeah. definitely doing uh doing it right for for leon yeah like you said he's been. He's been outstanding, even at first played out of position. He's been mm. great. And then, you know, clearly probably paid the toll of, uh, of playing too much where yeah. not maybe where he doesn't like, but at least where he, where he's not his forte, obviously. Um, but yeah, this, this goal this morning, I think showed, um, mm. his understanding of the game to start with his complicity mm. with, uh, Guimarães. I mean, when Guimarães has the yeah. ball in his own half, you, you're not thinking that he's going to see Paqueta coming from a number 10 position into a right forward and, and yeah. find him there and and yeah. Pageta to make the right run to to get there so clearly things are working well um in, for him in in that team uh but yeah all, all season he's he's been he's been the light for for lyon and i think without sorry with all the technique that he's bringing and with mm. all the um the leadership that he's bringing he's he's a tough guy you know he, he's yeah, yeah. not he's not afraid of playing hard he's not a play, afraid of uh, of getting into people's skin and and of really you know um like you say in marseille to, to wet the shirts you know he's not yeah. afraid to yeah. to get there and to show that uh, it's not only going to be you know looking pretty and doing nice dribbles and, and mm. nice goals it's also going to be uh defensive with with proper grinta. uh and yeah. and yeah, that's something that leon hasn't been read for a while um th- that kind of leader Depay was maybe more on a on a technical side uh, mm. and on the goal scoring side i think um he's bringing real identity and you gotta hope for leon that he's staying for a little bit longer
1: and also man he's i know it's not it's nothing that you can you know quantify but he's elegant on the ball you can't put a price on elegance right i mean he's just he glides and He's going to bring fans to the stadium. He's going to, you know, people are going to want to watch him. He is definitely one of those players who, if if you're always playing, at, you know, against your club, you're going to want to see Paqueta. He's he's that exciting. He's that wonderful to watch. And and like you said, he he puts in he puts in the effort. And it it's not just about, um, you know, like you said, whatever it was, thirty six hours between landing and and playing a game and wanting to play. It, but it's also you see it in the games. He presses. He he works hard, he tracks back if needs be. He's the fact he's played out of position also shows that he's willing to do what is necessary for the club. You know, he's yeah, he, he's he's been a breath of fresh air. And like you said, I think he's brought an identity um to the club of you wanna play the right way, but you've got this sort of steeliness to you to to your spine, which is, has always kind of been the Lyon way, right? I mean you know elegant players combined with shit read if you need to so uh, and he's he's excellent at both so uh yeah I, I i thought i would have normally gone with a center back but was, he's too hard to leave out he was just and there the all, d- the, d- all the good tens but you know he's, he's
0: got the dense move and uh and and he's up he's from what accounts um apparently also a nice guy which yeah doesn't also, yeah. also helps if you want yeah. to have a, a, a good career and, and be liked by uh, by fans and and pundits alike. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I will take a centre back because <laughs> ah. uh, everywhere else I feel like I have uh, a good team, but centre backs uh, I feel myself a little bit short with the choices that I have. <laughs> Uh And I'll and I'll go back to the capital. It'll be two two Parisian players in the first three. Um, Marquinhos, of course. Um, you know, I feel like uh, we said it. Paris Saint-Germain is where they are because Mbappe is up front and Marquinhos is in defense. Uh, you know whether you put him Kimbembe, who's been uh, a master of unreliability uh, in in 2021, or uh, or Kerrer, who somehow felt like he was a very good center back before marquinhos came back from copa america um mm-hmm. and, and then when marquinhos was back here was back to his level where he wasn't great anymore um whoever you put next to him uh is just going to put them to the level he's just anyway going to save the board behind them um he's great at anticipation he's great in the air he's great belt ball to fit he's been criticized for supposedly his lack of leadership maybe because of um yeah. i don't know his 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 his, his charisma not being yeah. what I want him to be, he's not like the most um the, the biggest barker on on the middle of the pitch. Uh but people go to like his team goes to his tune. Uh yeah. and he and he just he's almost unbeatable defensively. I don't know a lot of players that can actually go through him um because he is that strong and that smart. Um you know, yeah. I think he's the he's the one player that if I was uh if I was Nasser el Halaifi, I take Mirk Marquinhos and Mbappe uh in a room yeah. and I ask yeah. them who do I build around you? Like what what is it gonna take for you yeah. guys to be in Paris de yeah. Ramin until you're 35 so we can win um six Champions League in a row. Uh yeah. so clearly that's not what's happening. Uh so hopefully for them you will uh will stay a little bit longer um in the capital, but uh but yeah. just a yeah. just a fantastic player and Again, um, not a 31-year-old centre-back. Yeah. Um, although he plays like one, he has the maturity, he has the experience, he has the, um, all that I guess that shit has already, like you were calling it. But uh, the experience to know when to also like push the buttons of of the forwards in front of him, uh, and and clearly the best defender in in league for probably the past three seasons, I'd say. Uh, the last season yeah. he was, you know, sharing it with Chago Silva, and then he took it he took it by himself.
1: Yeah, I think I think I mean he was gonna. I hesitated with a centre back. Hesitated, hesitated with Marquinhos. He's one of the best centre backs in the world for me. He's he single handedly uh, holds attackers at bay. I mean tonight, tonight their back four was at breaking mm. point throughout the game, <laughs> and he held the four on his own, and it made that look effortless. I mean when he blocks our um, in the first half, that's not there's no there's no coincidence. He leads him exactly to where he wants him to go on his wrong foot. You know, the guy does the work, does his re- research. He's good on the ball. I think he's a good leader. He, you know, he's he delivers in the big game. He scored some important goals.
0: Almost scored an amazing goal
1: tonight. Yeah, left footed, left, left on the <laughs> box, <laughs> tries to chip onto Lopez. I mean, he he's the complete package. He's got pace, but he's got smarts. He he's played holding mid when necessary. Um he he's a Rolls-Royce of a defender. He's just there, there's I I can't really see a flaw in his game. Um the only one I can think of is maybe in the air could be more physical. This is where Kim has the ascendancy over him on the area. I mean, but he's he's got a bit of a Maldini about him, I feel I feel Marquinhos, Just everything mm-hmm. looks he plays at his own pace and um and he's composed is he's, he's the complete package and um he's he's by far the best center back in france he's i'm trying to think of other he's in the top five center backs in the world very easily
0: yeah yeah i think you know put uh, um uh, uh what's it robin diaz uh yeah. maybe yeah, the other players, I feel like they go up and down, right? Like Eder Militao is on the yeah. way up, but he was so irregular under Zidane that you're wondering if he's just a, a one-year wonder or if he's actually going to be at that level. Uh, and then player like maybe Koulibaly, Napoli, or... or Van Dijk. Ru- yeah, Van Dijk, of course, Van Dijk. Rudier coming up a little bit at Chelsea. Mm. Uh, there's a few players in, in there. I feel like the only reason why Marquinhos isn't um at the considered the number one is um, I guess the lack of identity I think yeah. when we saw Chago Silva coming up and becoming t- that good of a um, defense defender he was the most um, uh, elegant is the word I use for, for Paqueta. Same for Chago Silva. Yeah. It looked like he never had to go fast. He looked like Laurent Blanc in his prime. Yeah. Like you know, you're 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 cool, um cool as a cucumber, just control the <coughs> ball, pass the ball, everything is easy. Marquinhos, you, you don't have the we don't have the brand yet. You know, he's uh yeah. he, at first he was young yeah. and, and full of energy and now he's he's quite 27 now. Yeah. Uh, he, he's in the middle. Like you said, there's no flaws though. Uh, everything is done the right way. So, um, so yeah like he could on Paris Saint-Germain if they can keep him mm. um, it'll be interesting to see if he's uh, translating that leadership in, uh, in the Brazil national team you mm. know the season at the World Cup because they need um, leaders right now Brazil and, and Neymar isn't it um, okay. so, so if Marquinhos and militar can can do that that'll definitely help the, the selection the CSR yeah, you're, yeah you're no,
1: sorry. Go ahead. sorry like you said you you would build. You would build around him and Mbappe. I mean, he's obviously Mbappe is plays in a position that's you know a different position that's not more valuable, but that's more you observe it, you see it more, it's more visible. But at for this at the scale of your club, he's not he's one one B, right? I mean, he's not number two in the hierarchy. He's one B, Marquinhos.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, and the captain, of course.
1: Yeah. Your third player, Batiste. Oh, that's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's
0: like I, we're competing against each other yeah, as well. Like, I don't yeah, want I'm, you to take
1: the players that I'm going to take. <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit like chess. I'm just trying to think, who, who, who are you going to take that? I'm going to uh, go for a left winger. and that's, I'm going for it because there's not much choice there. Uh, there, was a, there was a relatively short list of players playing that position. But also because I've got a huge man crush on him. I think he's just such a he's just such a good player. Uh it's Amin Guiri of Nice. Sure.
0: I was like left wing, you're left wing. You're
1: yeah. Like that, yeah, of Let, course. Yeah, left wing. I mean, he's been playing on the left wing when he was more of a striker coming through the ranks at, at Lyon. Um, but over I mean, obviously the season, but I feel like over the last two years he's been the most exciting young attacking French player. Um Apart from Mbappe, obviously, uh, to, to to play to play in Lyon and uh, his growth is phenomenal. I mean, he was ba- he he was barely getting fifteen minutes for Lyon. Turned up at Nice, was their best player in his first full professional season, and he's obviously carrying them this year. So um, he's you know again today scored a great goal. Um, he's just very direct. He he's a goal scorer for a winger. Um, he's exciting to watch. I think he's his career plan. You know, he'll move to a bigger club. I'm not sure this summer, but I would think maybe next summer, uh, summer of 2023. And uh, you know, he's still what 21, 22. He's, he'll 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 go up. I think he's not too far too far from the front squad, even though it's massively stacked. Um, mm-hmm. So he's he's just an exciting an exciting player to watch. And like I said, I'm not saying it was by default, but the you know, the list of other left winger that i had in mind weren't you know for center back center midfielders i'm happy to to lose one you know you know what i mean i'm happy to lose one for you for left winger he was just so above the rest that sure. I, I i just had to pick him i don't want to lose him so um like i said i've got a macro so uh, yeah i mean glee of nice is my is my left winger
0: and and you know i think he's like as overrated as he is underrated. Like, I don't, mm. I don't think he's overrated uh, by all means. I think he's, um, there's a lot of promise on him. Everyone knows that he's going to reach, um, levels and they're, and they're hopefully seeing it happening. Um, yeah. but, but clearly Lyon knew that and yet let him go. So they probably believed in him only to a point, right? Uh, and this is, is doing this, but yet, like you said, we, we've seen him as the striker or the, the force nine and now he's, Playing more on the wing, playing more as, yeah. I guess, a, um, um, like a, uh, excentré, like a, a, playmaker from, from the left wing, mm. very much like Messi has done from the right or Paye has done from the left, uh, during their career. Uh, and he, and he's really, um, blossoming into that role where he's the one who's bringing the ball up front to Dolberg and Delors. He's probably involved in, um, most of the goal that they're scoring. I mean, he's got eight goals and, and four assists. Uh, and he's, and he's the number, almost the number one solution whenever yeah. Nice try to, Get into the build-up and to do, get the ball out of the defense because they know that he's got the technique to control the ball. He's got the the strength and the physique to be able to actually hold the ball and and hold the defender behind him. Mm. Uh, and technically, he can either eliminate them or, or find the right solution. Um, so yeah, he, he's been uh, I think he's been a highlight for uh, for the high year. and it's probably yeah, it is to, um, to to keep being that.
1: Yeah, and he can play. You know, he can play as part of a three, right. um, or he can play on a four four two. I mean, you you know, you look at Nice and the way they play. It's pretty much hold the four at the back, pass it to. I mean, and he will sort it out offensively, right? I mean, that's and he's yeah, like I said, he's what twenty one, twenty two in his second full professional season. It, it's it's in their second, so it's quite. It's he's just very impressive and technically, he's very. He's Very gifted. I mean, I uh he unlocked uh the game against Clermont a couple of weeks ago where they were really really poor. But his two goals were just beautiful in their simplicity, but still required a good technical ability. And he and he delivered.
0: I'm in Guiri in uh, in bassist squad, yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my third player, um, I'm going back into the midfield, I'm going home. Uh, Dimitri Payet the uh 34 oh. year old playmaker uh for marseille who um who just you're wondering where his career is going to end right it's uh <laughs> he is lebron james he started uh i started two years after lebron <laughs> uh but uh yeah, he's been he's been in the game for 20 years now uh started 18 years started in uh in 2005 will finish uh into in 2023 probably um just just do one X-factor for Marseille, um, the player that brings the magic. And, and it is truly magic, the the passes that he's is, that is doing, the player that he's finding, uh, the way the whole game of Marseille offensively is organized around him. He wheels the, the runs into happening by just the way he brings the ball. And even if the run is not good enough, his pass is going to be so good. That it doesn't matter. He's going to find uh, the player where he's supposed to be. He's making players like Jeng and Luis Enrique look better than maybe what they are by just giving them the ball where it yeah. matters. I, f- I feel like he's allowed a player like Luan Perez to actually bring so much offensively because he's always going to be finding the right tempo. Uh, right. You know, the only thing that I have against him is that maybe he's not making Milik. Uh, Scoring of goals, um, yeah. which, which is interesting because last year those two get along so well when Milik first came to uh, to Marseille. It- 34 years old uh, when he first started this season and when he has I think he has three goals in in, in the first three games uh, I, I was one to say it's you know it's a fluke it's Timothy mm. it's going to be good for two months and it's going to dip because it's it's who he is now and last year he was a little bit overweight and da 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 but bad. you know um, <laughs> the thing is um, 19 games into 19 games in year. Marseille played 19 games. He's played 16 out of them. Um, seven goals, seven assists, uh, yeah. and, and like you said, the only player who actually brings spark offensively um, for Marseille. And and again, um, the player who resists whoever Marseille wants to recruit to uh, to put him on the bench because he's going to um, even defensively actually do the effort to try and and show the rest of the team how how it's supposed to be played. Surprised how well he um, he. Got on to St. Pauli's system and I mm-hmm. really he accepted it. I mean, I, I feel like I know that Dimitri Paye always goes well with the coach the first six months and then <laughs> starts cutting head and, and stop working as hard. Uh, but by now it should be over and, uh, and it's still, it's still happening. So, um, so yeah, v- yeah. very, very very good to see a player of this age still performing at that level uh you know even better if it's for marseille uh <laughs> but just uh it's it, i think it's just been a joy to watch as well you know for for a neutral fan um to see him back to what made his brand his technique his passing ability his scoring ability i mean finally he scored a, a a direct free kick that was the first time he scored a free kick since he left west ham uh this season so we we're seeing dimitri payet back where it is, mm-hmm. he is and it feels like a it feels a bit like a um like a goodbye tour, you know, the last season where he's uh, where he's shining, and hopefully it's not the case. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been impressed, so so he's he's in my squad.
1: I, and he, I mean, he was my second choice for number ten. He's 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 been great. I, I I love the way he's changed the narrative around him as well. So you know, there was a little bit of Dimitri doesn't put in the effort. You know, he's getting fat. He plays for himself. about showboating he doesn't have any end product. you know this was something that played him early in his career actually as well um and then the om champions project which never really worked but for for whom he was the for which he was the the main headliner right i mean he cost a lot of money he was on big wages but but you know he's clearly slimmed down he's accepted the system like you say he plays within it he's also a delight because he's just truly 2 fitted. i love players like that um, and and I've I've appreciated the fact that he's the guy gets a lot of grief. All the all the teams fans hate him for some reason. The main reason being you always hear him scream whenever he gets tackled. But I've I've enjoyed the fact he stepped up. You know when he was hit by the bottle, he was just like I'm not taking that. He also called out the OM fans when that happened at the Velodrome, and he was like, "This is just fans need to stop behaving now, and we should get rid of those guys. They're not fans." So he spoke up. Right? So I, li- I like that. I mean, at 34, he's having a really impressive season. He's being vocal. And I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed like I said, the change of narrative around him. Because I always thought, I've always enjoyed watching him play. He's just so much fun to watch. I mean, when he's on song, he's just, whether it was at West Ham or for France, I mean, at Euro 2016, he was the most important player at the start of the tournament uh you know he tends to care when he plays despite all the accusations that were leveled at him at west ham and you know he's he's yeah he's uh i'm I'm happy to see him play well
0: he 2016 i I thought was going to be his tournament uh i I mean it started it started amazingly for him and and he could have ended the the, the right way Uh, and then 2018 um you know talking about that caring factor uh, he plays the final against atletico madrid he gets injured and misses the world cup because of that injury when he had a, a stellar year um, so so you know is i'm happy that he's where he is i'm also happy that um, he he's never acted i'm not gonna say he isn't but he's never acted like it was the sharpest tool um so so to see him actually um, trying to show the example and, and talking about the fact that when you're 34 years old and, and you actually have kids, um, you have to to be an example for them. And, and you know, the, the border mm. incident, yes. But then the fact that he tried to stop the f- the French supporter, the fact that he put messages on social media often to say we have to do the right thing. Da, 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 da. Like you said, he's the player that you love to hate, kind of like Neymar. I think probably are mm. the only two players in France that people really love to hate right now. Um, but, but he's... It's probably also a testimony to his talent and people know yeah. um what he can do in a in a split second. Uh your turn, your fourth your fourth player.
1: Right. Uh I've gone for a centre back as well, and I've gone for Sadiba at Marseille. He was one of your he was one of your three. He was your right right sided centre back. Was it's he? a very good choice. <laughs> um so, I, I like the signing when Arsenal signed him. I could I could see the upside. I mean, he was going through. You know, he, by all accounts, he was a bit naive sometimes at Saint Etienne, but technically, he was very good. Uh, you know, again, very elegant. I I was very surprised why they didn't give him a chance, Arsenal. But this season, I mean, it's not an easy place to go to when you're twenty twenty one to go to Marseille, and. Um, it, you know, in an exposed position as a, you know, not sure how much he played in a back three <laughs> before the season, um, but he's, he's been exceptional. I mean, they, it did get to a point where on social media and, and comments about him were he was a little bit overrated at some point in the season, I found, and obviously that happened primarily after the uh, Classico against PSG because everyone saw him track Mbappe and tackle it, you know, tackle him in the 85th and that was i mean but but even that that's testament to him that takes balls to do that um and that takes skill and that takes physical ability but i i think having watched him more you know more and more he's just just very comfortable on the ball he's he's a real risk taker which i think is going to backfire at some points but (laughs) um he's he's you know he's been he's also been very disciplined when i've watched him he's you know he I mean you would say that for a centre back, that's their role, but you know, tracks their man, gets ahead of them, you know, strong in the air, um, likes the duels. Uh so I think he's he's been he's been excellent and, and we'll see how it goes. I don't he the people thinking he's their OM, I think are with all due respect, I think are deluded because he would cost a lot of money and I don't think he I think he wants to go to Arsenal and, and succeed there. Um but he's 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 behaved exactly the right way you would want from a alone he's embraced the club and he's performed and he's been he's been one of the best center backs in the country yeah
0: yeah he's giving them um i think everything that you need as a center back the um the insurance that is going to be strong on the player uh oh. he is is in the air offensively not so much but defensively for sure mm. uh and and he's not afraid to take risks, like you said defensively and offensively uh yeah there was there was that stat that was coming around that he was um the player what the most progressive carrying ball playing in europe mm. as as a right. well wow. in any position uh but as a defender it's uh it's surprising and uh and yeah in france he's like um i think he's got 200 more pass than any other uh defender that are going on target he's leading that famous progressive carrying distance Mm -hmm. um stats uh but but he's also um just you know very good at actually applying what sample he wants which is um that pressure and he's very successful in how he presses and and how he he closes down i mean you're seeing so many times just being faster than his striker and going in front of his striker, yeah. which is the the most risk you can take as a defender, right? Because if you don't time that one right, then they can go to, do, to the keeper very really easily. Uh, I think, you know, I can, I can remember clearly maybe one mistake that he made. I think it was in Europa League, uh, but that's yeah. probably the only one that he makes. And even though he makes them He keeps playing the same way. He doesn't change, which, you know, is also tribute to a testament to who he is. Uh, and, and we, we spoke about that offline before the pod. Uh, but he also clearly knows what's expected of him in his role. And he hasn't, he has no fear passing the ball to his keeper. He has no fear playing into small space, even though he's in defense because he's been told by his coach that this is the way to to defend to, to keep the ball in your feet to make sure that you don't give it back straight away um, to the to the um, adversary and it's something that I think is probably the main reason why he's going to go back to Arsenal because yeah. that play is exactly in what Arteta preaches um, yeah. so I, that would be very I mean unless there's a beef that we don't know between him and Arteta because there was a bit of um, yes, of was, PR um... going on uh, but but um but I feel like he's a player that no one can 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 try not having that team. So I don't see how Marseille can have it, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, hope, hopefully, hopefully he can stay. He's definitely yeah. been, uh, been enjoying that defense, although he's not to the point yet where he can be the boss of that defense. Um, no. he's, he's the very good compliment. So, you know, can, can he? he's only 21, right? So, no, sorry, 20. Um, yeah. So, so that's going to be probably the next, the next step in his career to try and get there.
1: And, and he's, he's in a, he's in a back four in my four two three one but he's you know playing playing a back three is both more difficult and slightly easier in some respects when you're a Mm -hmm. center back right so um more difficult because you've got to cover the wings obviously but in terms of facing some runs centrally you you've got you've got a little bit more cover right so um i mean I'm, i'm excited i've been excited to see to watch him play i think he's been he's been great i'm excited to see what his next move is going to be. Um, and he's, I, people were saying he's knocking on the France squad door. I think that's a little bit early. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but, you know, he's, he's played, he's played very well. He's, I mean, he's in, you know, for me, he's been one of the best centre-backs in the country this year
0: he definitely is and uh and i don't again some some players you're thinking the one he wonder is not that he looks like his head is well screwed in yeah. uh and that he's got he's got a plan and he knows what he wants to do when um playing for and paoli in that weird tactic was one of those plans learning something yeah. different to uh to be able to expand his uh his area of skills yeah uh, all right i'm going to uh take a striker next. Ooh. Uh, and I feel like it probably was somebody that you like, uh, Ludovic Azoc, uh, oh, yeah. Strasbourg on. forward. Oh, yeah. One of the uh, one of the unsung heroes of Ligue 1. Although the the narrative is changing slowly, as we see um, Strasbourg um, nice nicely, but surely hanging out around the the sixth, fifth position now. J- just a perfect Ligue 1 forward right but i feel like a perfect forward for anywhere as soon as he leaves liga people will be like oh well we didn't know that that guy was there uh you know not not young by any measure 27 years old he still has a few years in front of him uh but could turn out to be one of those strikers very much like dj drogba who who, if he makes a change to another club and keep performing could just Go step after step after step and, and never stops. Um, this season, it's nine goals and five assists in, uh, in 17 wow. games in, uh, the best offense, I feel, um, in, in Ligue 1, really the, the, the way Stefan has his players, um, suiting up and, and playing together is one of the most attractive things that we have in Ligue 1. Um, and, and just a good example of what a player who grinds his way to the top, happens mm. he's he's not new you know he's called uh, I think it was five years ago I'm trying to get the yeah four five years ago he called 14 goals in in Ligue 2 with Clermont and then he went to Strasbourg and it's nine goals eight goals 16 goals last season uh and nine goals already this season so he's probably on to to beat his own little personal record uh but he's just consistently been that player who somehow maybe he thought to be just a box player who's just going to head it in because of his size uh, but he's also technically a very um very astute striker and somebody who can make the difference and and help the players around him be better
1: yeah uh, olivier like
0: would you say like yeah definitely yeah With, exactly
1: uh, the career arc the the skill level the way he plays it, there's there's you know there's a little bit for me there's a little bit of Giroud. he's I mean, he's the best header of the ball in Niger. That's for sure. Um, he just attacks it so well. He's he's quite fast for his size. I he yeah. He's just like like you say. It's not just the goals, and he's not just in his box. He's he harries defenders. He's you know he had an assist today. I, I can't. You, you mentioned number of assists. Yeah. um I and I think inherently everybody likes a player who's just gone through the lower leagues and. And performs well, and he's been doing it for a few years. I mean, uh, he's always around the eight to twelve goal marks uh, in the year. Uh, I feel like a club like uh, West Ham would be a good, he'd be a good uh, signing for that. He'll what if he if he for me he's a perfect opportunity on the transfer market in the summer. Somebody somebody's going to have to go for him. Um, I, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I just he was he was on my list. He wasn't my second striker, but. <laughs> He's he's been he's been one of the best strikers in the country and um playing for one of the best attacks there's and he's know.
0: he's not afraid of putting the work as well defensively i mm. uh, definitely isn't like the egotistic striker who wants to no. the, the blanket pulled to towards him he really wants the team to be put around him uh yeah we, we we talk about how how good he is um um with his head i mean he's a meter 97 um you're gonna have to use that height and he uses it well uh and then not only for headers but also for the way he he takes space he requires two or three players um to to defend on him if he's going to be around the 20 meter uh zone and that's when he frees space for everybody else. I mean, you know, um Gamero has not been amazing by, yeah. by any means, but uh the only reason why he can score a goal or two there is because uh Ajok is here. And then if you put Jallo next to him, well Jallo has already scored eight goals this season. Uh, so he's also helping um his team in every every sense of the way. Uh, and and I feel like yeah he's a bit of a uh yeah if I'm gonna have a and team I, I want these kind of players that uh, are born and bred Liga um to uh to come into it yeah uh, all right you go for your next yeah.
1: uh i'm gonna go for my number eight in mcfields and i know he's so i know i've said i don't play players out of position and i know he's played slightly higher up this year but he's played in that role for this, this season as well and mostly before but tg savanier oh, <laughs> what a <great> <laughs> <choice>. <laughs> what a great choice there's just he is the most fun central midfielder i've watched play in the young uh, for the last few years he's just relatively small stocky unbelievably technical will do at least twice or three times a game will do something outrageous just for the sheer pleasure of it um and and also sort of his i mean you know he's this year he was already he's been great the last few seasons i think he's this year he's taken on another level um and he works he works hard he works for the team i think i also quite like sort of his background story you know um the fact he's from a sort of you know he's a, he's from a family of giton right gypsy is maybe not mm-hmm. the right word but that sort of community roma community you know um and that's why he, he when he moved from Nîmes, he was just like, I'm moving to Montpellier. I'm not moving anywhere else because that's where I've got some family there. You know, he's 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 just <laughs> he just plays football because he likes it. I think that's just that's the best way to describe him. And you can tell when he plays, and he's added goals and assists, and um, he's he's just so much fun to watch. And he's got an end product, um, and he was you know what was it, on the get French football news top 100 he was what number six and mm-hmm. um that says something when you've been playing for Nîmes and Montpellier over the last the last few years he's been great
0: did Art then Nîmes then Montpellier so now. like just just stay in and around yeah. Camargue he must have have horses in there but you're yeah. right the, re- the reason is his family is there and yeah. he doesn't want to to go away from his family and and you know like I'm sure it's a bit, um, romanticized, right? But he, yeah. he is still feeling his family when they live, um, in their trailers and, uh, yeah. and he's still very, very close to that community, uh, yeah. which, you know, for, for, for good and bad reason has been definitely frowned upon, uh, around yeah. France, uh, and the fact that it comes from that. And so that, that means that he learned to play football on, Concrete stadiums all around yeah. France, and just playing the football where you have to see who's got the best, you know, who's the best at nutmegging, or who's got the yeah. best uh, text, and you can see the way he plays. That like, clearly, yeah. that's how he learned his football, uh, but also this determination. And and this season, he loses his two his two best friends, his two goalscorer, um, oh, labor yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. yet he's still carrying Montpellier to, to the level where they're supposed to be. I think he's lucky as well that he gets Olivier Dalolio as his coach yeah. this season. I think that's the right coach for him to be able to express himself because he's going to give him, of course, the ability to do whatever he wants because Dalolio likes a, um, a, a team that plays football the right way. Uh, but he, he has, he has reached his height. He has reached a height that I don't think ban anyone, anyone um, expected i was i was so happy to see him going to the uh, to the olympic games i think he deserved yeah. that that french call up even though he didn't turn out um, perfectly for him but seeing him and Gignac playing at front was was yeah. definitely uh, a, a good sight for the mm-hmm. for the french national team who knows if he'll go back to to the french team i mean he's 29 years old now if if he mm-hmm. if he gets into that um you know that famous uh slot that deshaun has for players who are going to be good into the locker room but are not going to make any waves asking for minutes then he might he might get a chance yeah. uh otherwise i think his um his free-flowing style of football might not be well, clearly not what deshaun likes in his uh um in his in his 11 but you know who knows he he deserves it if anything because uh he's carrying that Montpellier team in his shoulder and he is actually affirming himself as a leader um mm. technically and 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 in his attitude
1: as well and his team, his teams over the last few years have played good football i mean you know nîmes Neem, Neem were playing quite fun fun football when he was there um last year when he was at Montpellier he had some injuries and stuff but when he was playing you know de- i mean this season a bit more but was never really known as an you know an aesthetic coach right but when savannah was playing for him at montpellier they were playing good football enterprising football and i quite i quite like the fact he puts his stamp on his team whilst playing within the you know you never you've never heard his managers complain about him not putting the effort or you know he plays within the the structure but has moments he has moments of magic in a position where it's really difficult to he's been playing a bit more closer to a 10 this year but he's always been for me a central midfielder um and even though and he's always yeah he's always added that sort of extravagance to his game which is which is great fun to watch and now he's got an end result so i had to not just for sentimental reasons but i had to i had to pick him
0: I uh, think, I think he, I think he definitely deserves it, and uh, and yeah, it's he's, he's a good pick. He was, he was probably my next pick just after you. Uh, ah,
1: so I've stolen Saliba, to... I've stolen Saliba and saliva. Uh-huh,
0: yeah, yeah, I had to. Uh, I'm gonna have to switch stuff around. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for my next pick. I'm gonna go back up front. Uh, I'm gonna to go to to the north of France and, and the north of America. Jonathan David. Yeah. Uh, as a striker um, just because to be honest I was at first disappointed this season of course because Lille was struggling uh, but then the way he picked himself back up and the way mm-hmm. he went back into his goal scoring and the way he finally is embraced for what he is which is that false nine roll that nine and a half roll. who's happy to come and get the ball a little bit lower and, and to bring it forward and, and to score goals and and he's a lethal finisher yeah. uh in any position in and around the box he's going to be able to in two three touches put himself in the position to actually put a ball on target and most likely uh s- score a goal and and he's the attitude is right he doesn't make waves he doesn't um do too much of anything when he speaks he speaks the right way i mean. The, the the show of the respect that he has in his team, uh, and I guess that the expectations are, are, are met the right way, is if he said, he's already said, um it's my last season at Lille. Um, and, and, you know, it's kind of like accepted, you know, serv- services yeah. have been rendered. We got champion, we got the champion title last year. Well done. Uh, have a year and then go, go and do you. He came, I feel, with a lot of promises because he was supposed to replace osimmen right uh, and and wow. sixty million is not nothing what they spent on him um but um oh, did they pay sixty or did they pay less maybe thirty I can't, I'll, I'll find that yeah um but but they will definitely make a hefty check yeah. uh that, thanks to thanks to him and and I think he's just um bringing us i'm not going to say a new kind of striker but definitely something that um, is just a little bit different because it's not only the the pace or the or the finishing but it's also um, I guess like a Benzema but stronger the way to be always at the right position at the right time knowing that he's not going to get the ball ready to score he's going to have to do two three things to be able to score but he's still going to do that effort.
1: Yeah, I think I. I mean, I. I'm a big fan of Jonathan David. I think he's. Um, what I've enjoyed is seeing the growth when you watch you watch him play. I know I know we're talking only about the first half of this season, but you know he joined the previous season, had a really tough first six months where it wasn't really going anywhere for him, and then it just sort of it just sort of clicked, and then and then this this season again he's just stepped up to another level. I think he's because he's still quite raw. I mean, he's young. He's you know, he's he was in, you know, the Belgian league now in Niga. You know, it's it's he's already had a step up. It, he's still he's still gonna have to take another step up, most likely. Um, but he's he's very exciting to watch and he, he is lethal. I mean he's a real finisher when he gets there. He you know, he loves he loves to score goals, you can see it. He's he's got areas to improve, I think, because he's so young and because his experience is relatively limited, but the I mean this season he's been he's been phenomenal. He's just again he's carried Lille. I mean no one's really been on song for Lille this first half of the season. Um and it, including his partner I mean Burak was amazing last year. He he was the, the team's you know he was the soul of that team and he's been poor this year. And yet David has just continued on his run. So I think he's been he's he's been really exciting out I just don't really know where he's gonna go, and I know there's some talk about. I've seen some talk about Arsenal, maybe because he fits. He fits the mold of the type of signings they've been making over the last few years. But I, I just don't know whether he needs still needs someone next to him. I, I can't quite, I can't quite see him leading a line on his own yet. So I think that that's something I'll be looking forward to seeing over the next so six months he's capable of doing it I think it's just uh, he's, th- he's still growing that's the exciting part he's already one of the best players in the but game but he's still growing so and considering yeah, guys, the I... growth from last year to now he's still going to grow over the next few months and that's really fun to watch
0: that, that's what I feel I feel like he's um, kind of like I guess restrained a little bit in Lille with how Govenek played, etc and, yeah. and, and even the way Galtier was playing and so we're actually not seeing yet how good he can be besides the the goal scoring um hmm. so yeah i i also you know i'm not sure where he would go next but i feel like he's i guess i don't know why but i guess i see him as a sponge and if you put him with any coach he's just going to learn what they want and just gonna um perform and yeah. score goals um in, in the meantime yeah
1: yeah go for your sixth player Batiste. <laughs> it's tough it's tough uh I'm gonna go for my next centre back, and I'm gonna go for a left-footed centre back, but probably not the one you're thinking of. Uh, although, so I'm going for Naïf Aguer. Good choice. So I tried to have a left-footed centre back. Also, obviously, Luán Pérez of of Marseille has been really impress- impressive. I really, I think, he's actually be quite good fun to watch for a centre back. Um, and I also thought he's not left-footed, but I just want to have a mention of uh, Nyamzi of Strasbourg. Mm-hmm. He's been excellent. But uh, I just thought Aguirre, one, because I was trying to fit a red player in there as well, but he's just he's just been just so bloody consistent and consistently good. He's also a massive threat in the air going forward because yeah. I, I he's scored quite a few goals, even last season, but again this year um and there's something always more elegant about a left footed center back i don't know why i think left footers in general just look it just looks easier but he's just he's a big guy he's about 24 25 still a little bit raw again just his you know relatively limited he was at dijon before if i, if I recall correctly mm-hmm. um and he's he's just yeah he's I wouldn't say he's the complete package because he's not there yet, but he's got all the elements you'd be looking for for a left-sided centre-back. He's comfortable on the ball, loves a good aerial duel, is a threat going forward, has a decent amount of pace, um, and he doesn't he doesn't overly take risks. So he, I just thought I'd put him in there because he's been impressive and he's deserving because of Ren's good form of being of being in there. So. Um, yeah, it's Nayef Aguirre as my left center back.
0: And he's he's the guy now defensively for Ren as well, right? Last year yeah. he had all that experience around him, uh with with Da Silva mainly. Uh and, and then this year he was basically asked to be the leader of defensively. Rennes is one of the youngest team um in league I think the the oldest um in the starting lineup is probably well, like or like Tay or um the 28 <laughs> years old. Like he doesn't get much older than that in in this team, um, yeah. so it's it's quite a young and somewhat an experienced team. And you're asking a a 24 year old centre back to mm. to be the new leader uh when you're bringing um a bad day from from lance or or last year james was there for a bit before he got um loaned to to strasbourg Uh, and and they don't hesitate to give him like 18 year old and 19 year old in defense next to him uh to to progress as well so it shows the confidence that um there's Genesio, excuse me, um has as in him now. Uh and I think he's answering the right way defensively strong, like you said, uh he he's able to to score a, a fit underheader. Uh and he's showing, I think, um a good understanding of what the Ligue 1 striker are capable. Of. I, I feel like I see an adaptability in his game, yeah. depending on who he's facing. Uh, and, and, you know, that's tribute to, to his, his brain, of course, and to his smarts. Uh, yeah, yeah. good, good, uh, good choice for a left, um, <laughs> for the defender. I'll what wait about? a little bit to, to pick my left for the defender. Yeah, yeah. now.
1: <laughs> so, so what about you? What's your next, what's your next step? Now that I see
0: okay. uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick my uh, my ren player. Um the, I feel like you know maybe 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 I went too fast on it but but I couldn't really get past it um Lovro Major. I I know we don't maybe we don't know yet how yeah. much it is but but it's it's so exciting. Uh it's so talented. It's clearly is clearly a very smart midfielder, yeah. a difference maker. Uh he he's when I saw him play a couple of games and then the third game, I was like, right, I'm going to focus and see how he plays. I felt like I saw... Did you see that documentary about uh, Pep, Pep Guardiola when he talks about Messi and how Messi yeah. doesn't do anything for five minutes, just looks around, try and see where everyone is, and then whenever he gets the ball, we look five times around before he gets the ball. I yeah. saw so Lovro Major having that kind of play where although he's in the midfield in the busiest part, he's just trying to make sure he knows where everyone is and he's going to make the right pass at the right moment. So, of course, he had those two, three games of magic where he yeah. scored and, and gave assist and Rada. But I feel like even before and after that, and even uh, to, today or yesterday, sorry, when he's not amazing against Lens, um, you can see the, the the potential of the player, but also you can see what he's already brought to Ren, which is at a moment where they needed a little extra... To get to where they were supposed to be, he, he went there. He helped Martin Terrier get to um, the, the confidence level that he is at right now, uh, and he's really that that one thing that they were missing in the midfield. You know, they have oh. um, they have the the grinders and and they have the wingers, but they didn't have something with with skills and technique and passing ability right in the middle of the park. Uh, and he's brought them that, and I think we're seeing something. We're seeing someone who's going to be there for uh, for a while in on the European scene.
1: So where are you playing in your 3-4-3? Three, three, in, in
0: my 3-4-3, three, three, I got Fofana by himself. <laughs> and then I got Payet, Le Major, and someone else, if right. I don't have to okay. change. Okay. I got three yeah. offensive midfielders that are very free of win right. The <laughs> yeah. last one was supposed to be Savanier, but you took him. Yeah. So I, I trust no. Fofana to hold my That's midfielder by himself.
1: That's a ball playing bitfield that if, if that's you know, uh, you know, well,
0: where, where I'm from, yeah. where we do not <laughs> <Yeah. basketball. Yeah. laughs> yeah. um but, but yeah, no, he, he's yeah. one of my uh, one of my offensive midfielders
1: which yeah. Yeah, he's, he's there's a bit I mean, obviously the hair, the nationality, there's a yeah. little bit of Modric about him from what I hear, from what I've seen. But yeah, he's looked I mean he's is when they destroyed Lyon, wasn't it? Um yeah, no, that he, Lyon he was just really hurt sensational so yeah he's an exciting player definitely a good choice yeah
0: too early too early for you you wouldn't have taken him yet
1: maybe maybe too early well too early simply in the sense of my my i feel like my other choices i are, have are, are a bit more set, established but then at the same time we're looking at the first six months and he's definitely had some of the best performances of the first six months is just He's, it's not that he's been inconsistent. I think Rennes as a whole have been inconsistent at times. Just when they seem to kick, kick on, that's when they lose that game, you know, and and it's too maybe it's too early to ask that of him, but that's the type of games where you expect someone to say, right, it's nil-nil against, you know, Saint-Étienne. Who's going to, you know, who's going to direct play now because we should win this game. And he's not quite there yet for me, but he's, he's, very exciting and very elegant as well again i love an elegant player so yeah true play. i'm, I'm looking choice.
0: forward to see his uh his, his second half of season i mean look he's like you yeah. said he's playing for the for the fourth of league right now so he's going to have to show that he deserves to uh, to be part of a team that can qualify for um for europe